Amigos and amigas, welcome back to another episode of Toda Madre, the podcast. I'm happy to be here with you, okay? I have been trying to wait out my family to be quiet so that I can record this podcast, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, also, I think it would be really rude of me to go out there and be like, hey, everybody be quiet, um, especially when this is not my house. So Latino vibes, literally. Um, I'm really excited to record this podcast episode because um, being a former educator in the schools, and you guys know this if you've been with me for a while, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. Um, I was a speech therapist in the schools for a gazillion years, just kidding, 10, maybe 11. And I was always prepared to go back to the clinic setting or to go back to the schools. Um, I decided earlier this year, back in May, that I was not going to return back to the schools. I was going to focus on my coaching business and be home with my family and my son. Um, while, you know, just growing this community and growing all of these mujeres who are living life a toda madre and really focusing on my coaching business. Um, obviously I need to give some updates. Yes, I know. I promised you guys an episode about that. Um, so I'm excited, but I wanted to give you guys some back to school vibes just because I like this time of year. Um, right now in Arizona, it's really, really hot, pero bendiciones para todo el mundo, like Bad Bunny says, because we have been like getting so blessed with all this rain and all of these monsoons. And so it's been fantastic. And yes, we want to shoot ourselves the next day because it's so humid, but we've been living for the rain, like good Arizona people. We are in the desert. When we get rain, we love it. We're here for it. Um, you know, we just, yeah, we dig it, but I wanted to give you some back to school vibes because most of us are not going back to school. Um, and if you are in school, congratulations. I love you. I'm rooting for you. I'm cheering for you. I'm standing on this chair. Um, and also if you're an educator listening to this or like work in some remote part of a school, just know that I prayed for you. I prayed for you this morning. I prayed for you at church on Sunday um, because you guys make the world go around. And I know that it's just like it's hard. It's straight up, straight up, it's hard. But this podcast episode is going to be called To All the Teachers Who Threw Shade at My Parent-Teacher Conference. I'm going to say that one more time because everybody in their car or at the gym or whenever they're listening to this, even if you're washing the dishes, you're going to be like, ooh, girl, say that. To all the teachers who threw shade at My Parent-Teacher Conference. And don't worry. This is going to be a haha episode. I don't want you to think like, what? This girl's over here praying for educators and then she's like putting them down. No, 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 no. It's, it's, I feel like it's actually like a generational thing. So me personally, um, I want you to know that my mom was a teacher at a school and Sal and I, who's my brother, older brother by five years, um, we actually, um, went to the same school that my mom taught at. Sorry, I was distracted by notification. Um, so with that being said, we, well, you know, and I'm going to talk about this, but Sal and I always had to navigate the part of just like being regular students, like with our friends and stuff. And then also just kind of the fact that like my mom had always had an eye on us because literally that teacher could go talk to my mom at any second and just kind of 
It was kind of crappy now that I think about it. But whatever. Anyways, that's besides the point. But Sal and I were pretty good kids. And I would say Sal was a better kid than I was. I was the more wild one. And I definitely at every single parent-teacher conference, I was always said, oh my goodness, Pauline is a pleasure to have in class, but she's a social butterfly or, but she's a very chatty Kathy or, you know, she's really talkative or, um, literally whatever it was, you name it. I was it like they said, Oh, I had to step. Oh, and that was another thing I would, I wouldn't get in trouble. They would just separate me from people, but jokes on them because I was able to just like literally talk to anyone in the classroom because I was nice and like that. Hello, friendship skills. Um, and so at one point they couldn't move me around anymore because I was literally homies with everyone. But guys, I also wasn't like a reckless human being. After you redirected me one or two times, like I got it together and I, I wasn't like a problem to the classroom. But I always think this, this is funny because I see the memes now of, you know, if you were bossy or if you were talkative or if you were, um, again, very just the loud one in class how all of those characteristics really served you for a bigger purpose now. Um, because back then it was always like negative. And one of the things that I don't want us to lose sight of is how many things were at play for us when we were doing those things. Guys, I am so sorry. My dad is literally shouting and I'm like in the office recording this, but I don't know why he decides to shout. But you know what? Latinos for you, right? <laughs> so all I can do is laugh and count to September 29th. Um, good times. Good times. <laughs> also, September 29th is the day that we move out. Um, we get keys to our house and we move in. So that's why I said that. Um, but going back to my initial thought is, again, to all the teachers who threw shade at us, at our parent-teacher conferences, right? Where they said they were too, we were too talkative, we were too busy, we were too loud, um, too much of a chatty Kathy. Oh, so you were too much, too social, or too much of a social butterfly. And again, these are I, I really strongly feel that if you were born in the '90s or just a '90s kid, and you're a woman. I think that these are characteristics that you carry. And maybe maybe you're like, no, nah, dude, I was like a shy kid, et cetera, et cetera. But I really feel like there's a lot of us who carry this characteristic. And that was the one thing that your parents always talk to you about after your parent-teacher conference. They're always like, I, you know, like, why are you chatting? Or why are you so social? Or, you know, pon atención, pay attention, um, you know, be more quiet. Calladita te ves más bonita. When you're quiet, you are more beautiful. And again, it's just amazing how God works in amazing ways because already all of the characteristics that were at play there, sure, they were trying to dim us the whole time. And again, it's not, and again, it's not us shitting on an educator for saying this because they're just saying, 
hey, my classroom flow would work a lot better if I hadn't didn't have to keep stopping the class to tell your kid to be quiet. But it was really, truly us sharpening those spiritual gifts. Like maybe you are such an effective communicator now. Maybe you are now relearning how important your voice is, how being an advocate is such a big deal for you or to you or those who are in your circle. Um, Maybe you're a speaker now. Like maybe you grew up to be a speaker. Maybe you are a team lead. Maybe you're a manager of some kind and you manage a team and with your voice, you're able to lead others to do the damn thing on a daily basis. And it's so interesting because, again, we go to school to learn, you know, a certain skill set to kind of see what we're going to be when we grow up, which, again, is like such a ha ha because we are so many things within our lifetime, not just one end all be all. Guys, I don't know why my family is yelling. Hang on just one second. Oh, my God. I'm dead. I literally walked out there and I said, dad, I'm recording. And he literally said, oh, and then kept talking the same volume. Ladies and gentlemen. Woo. Anyways. Um, but it's just so interesting, right? In society, we have these systems sped up to like learn how to maneuver our skill set and like learn all of these different things. And again, as we've gotten older, we've realized like, Interesting. This cookie cutter lifestyle isn't necessarily what I needed or I'm learning so much about myself and how this societal pattern doesn't necessarily work. And again, throughout our school career, we're told different things. You need to be quiet. You need to wait your turn. You need to dim your light in a way don't be too much don't be so social don't be so talkative um you don't always have to put in your two cents uh don't talk back right all of those things and then we grow up to be these young adults that again have modified who they are already and then we spend our the most of our adult life trying to relearn who we are, trying to get back to that authentic person that we were. And again, guys, this is what I teach in my own coaching programs is again, us trying to reparent ourselves, but also trying to go back and heal those inner childs that were shushed, that were silenced, that were compartmentalized or um, minimized by their experiences. And so... Again, I wanted to make this episode just because I want you to think about your school career, your school experience, and what was necessarily said at that parent-teacher conference. And I really also want you to relish in the good stuff. If you are a great student and you are like quite the artiste, beautiful. Remember those traits because a lot of women who come to work with me, I'll ask them like, what are some things that you're really good at? What are some things that you used to really like? And it's like crickets until we go back and we remember certain things or certain things that you had a knack for and you just hadn't done. Like, for example, for me, one of those big outlets for me is coloring. I love to color. I remember the day when I um, 
looked at my brother dead in the face. I think I was like seven or eight. And I was like, aren't crayons magical? And he literally looked at me like, did you just take a bite of that out of that crayon? And you're just like having a moment because you sound crazy right now. But I was like, crayons are so magical. You press down on paper and this amazing color comes out that allows you to create this just masterpiece that you completely had a hand in. And he was like, you're on acid. I know. But again, it's us being in those moments, in those spaces where we relish in that magic. And now I do it as an adult and it's such a relaxing, comforting, soothing moment for me. And so, again, I want you to go back and think about those times. But also think about the areas in which, you know, maybe your teacher threw shade at you. What else was going on? What can you give yourself grace for? But also, what can you just like give yourself a second to just embrace? And you know what's interesting is that I always think from time to time about the kids in my class who were rougher than most. And if you were in my combo class in second or third grade, we had Miss Gaveldon. Oh my God, bless her heart. She's like literally a fantastic lady. I like see her in like milestones of my life or for different, you know, like baby showers and stuff. But um, we had a combo class and I'll never forget there was this boy and his name was Michael. I don't know what his last name is anymore, but he... I could just tell he had a really rough life. And I remember Miss Gavaldon just like, she never said that he had a rough life, but it was just like one of those kids who always came dirty to school or like when I sat next to him at lunch sometimes, cause they told at that point they told us where to sit. Um, I just like, I remember he would like gobble his food down. And I thought to myself like, dang, I'm pretty sure this is like one of the only meals he gets. And I'll not, those are the times where I think like, I hope he's doing okay. I really hope that Michael grew up and is okay at this point in time. So, and again, it's just those times where you can go back and think about your childhood, but also embrace certain things or certain events in your life where you're just like, you know what? I'm going to give myself a lot of grace for that. And the reason I use that example is because his experience could have been very different than mine. But also like, for example, maybe you were the, and I'm saying this in quotes because I literally hate calling any student a bad kid. Maybe you were that kid. But then when you unravel it all and people had no idea, maybe you were a bad kid because you had a lot going on at home. And nobody ever took the time to understand that piece They were just labeling you. They were just holding you to these standards and never let you start your day. And guys, I've been an educator for a gazillion years. And um, even before I became a, like a real speech therapist, I was in education. I was like a part of the peer staff, like the before and after school program. And guys, I have let students sleep under my desk because their situation was completely different. So, if no one has ever been a safe space for you, I want you to know that me listen, like recording this podcast, I'm holding space for you right now. I'm holding space for you in the fact that 
I really wish I could have been that person to say, hey, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. I am showing you some grace that you don't have to just like meet standards off the jump, even though you are literally like depleted. You have nothing left to give, but you have all of these authoritative figures in your life telling you that you need to sit, you need to listen, you need to participate, you need to answer, you need to, and again, educators are just doing what they can. So there's a lot of grace to go around. But again, I don't, I really wanted to make this podcast episode because a lot of things happened in our childhood. A lot of things happened in our school careers. And whether you received put downs during your parent-teacher conferences, I want you to show yourself a lot of grace and really truly embrace what they said and realize I have all of this delicious space and time now to amplify all of the things that were silenced or shushed or minimized because I am safe in my own space. I am good. I am worthy because it's important. It's important because at one point and especially, um, when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, because yes, I'm a speech therapist and listen, <laughs> Ch- uh, Kathy and I became a speech therapist. Honey, I got to talk all freaking day. That is my spiritual gift. Now look at me. I'm a coach. That is what I do. I am a communicator. But also I learned to be a really good listener. And it's funny because my friends who are going to listen to this episode, um, my friends in real life would say, oh, I'm an interjective listener because I listen really well and I'm like super focused on your story. But I I will also ask, um, what did they say? And what was their face like? And what did you say after? Like, I have questions. And so my best friend seriously has to be like, okay, I'm going to talk and then you'll you'll talk at the end. Or my husband literally has to be like, okay, no more guessing what the end is. You just let me tell my whole story. Because I will, I will guess. So it's also helped me pause and be an effective listener to those who are closest to me. Because as a coach and as a speech therapist and as all of my other friends know, oh my God, I'm such a great effective listener. But to those who are closest to me, ooh, I got some tendencies. And so I just really wanted to drop a, like a positive but very reflective back to school vibe episode. And, you know, to all the teachers who threw shade at my parent teacher conference, I think this is a safe space to just show them some love. Throw grace their way. And for you truly to relish or think about all of those gifts and how you have the time and space to amplify them now. You're safe here. Always. Con tu amiga, Sylvia Brands. And again, with this episode, I hope it encourages you to live life a toda madre. And obviously for my podcast listeners, I... um. I have a couple spots opening up for one-to-one coaching. 
So if you're interested because you're like, ah, shit, I feel all of FOMO because I wasn't in the group coaching program, I got some spots available. DM me, message me, email me, whatever it is. Let's start working together. Everyone's all like, oh my God, six months till the end of the year. Yeah, baby, let's do something. Let's work together. Lego. All right. Sending you love. Your amiga, Sylvia Brands. Bye, y'all.